Hey guys, this is Servant of Comics. I'm your host, Gina Versa, and I'm joined today by my co-host. Nick Valero, how's it going, guys? Nick, good of you to join us. This is uh, the third episode. Can you move that already? I know, right? It feels like we just started the other day. Yeah. So, uh, just how are you doing, Nick? Doing November. good. Yeah, doing November good, is... Uh, huh? November is a, a big comic book month sometimes. A lot of titles just randomly like launch in, uh, around Thanksgiving. Watchmen. Or excuse me, uh, I think Watchmen uh, ended there. And Doomsday yeah. Clock. And Doomsday Clock is uh, picking back up now uh, yeah. during that time and everything else. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a it's been a really good time for, for comic books and everything like that. Uh, I do know that, uh, what was it, and it's also a really good time for video games, too. I mean, shit, there's a bunch of video games coming out right now. But that's uh, I've, been, huh? yeah, I've been addicted to uh, Death Stranding since I got it. Really? I've actually been addicted to, uh, which one? Fallen Jedi. I mean, Fallen, uh, okay. Fallen Order. That's it's super good. If you haven't gotten it, go get it. It's really fun. Okay. I, yeah, I also recommend Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. Also Pokemon. I, I'm Pokemon? also I'm also addicted to Pokemon as well. I, okay. <laughs> I'll take I'll take your word for that. Sure. Why yeah, not? <laughs> um, so just going right into it. Let's go to our uh, pool list. You know, you said that. Uh, I've said that a lot of interesting comics come out around this time. I guess it helps with uh, seasonal depression. Who knows? Yeah. But you're, we mentioned Doomsday Clock, and can you believe two years later it's finally finishing? It took them two years <laughs> to I, finally finish it. You know what? I'm I, I'm going to go under the uh, under the assumption that until it actually finishes and I get a final issue, that I'm uh, I'm not <laughs> like it, it's not done. Like no matter what like announcement they make, whether or not they say yeah it's going to finish within the next couple of weeks or anything like I mean the next couple of months. Until I get a final issue and you get a conclusion to this story, I'm I'm still gonna go with it. It's still it's ongoing and it could go on for for longer. What if they do a thirteenth issue? Oh, man, I don't know. Like this this story was so cool and it was so interesting, and then it's taken so many weird turns that like it's it, it it's still interesting. It's just like you know the the hype is kind of gone. Yeah, I think I've said it before where some moments in the story just kind of, they, well, they do, they play out like fan fiction. Yeah. The, yeah. uh, mm, the, uh, you know, the scenes with, like, Guy Gardner, like, punching, um, punching, uh, Dr. Manhattan in the face is weird, and, I mean, eh, we've probably discussed that before, but has, has the, the show Watchmen, which is great. Which seems like the proper Watchmen sequel has that like influenced your opinion on the comic by any chance? Well, you know what the thing is, is that I, I I like the way that this is all. I I do like the idea that um, what was it Watchmen the TV show on HBO is actually uh, helping people actually find Watchmen for the first time. Okay. And uh, like I have a I have a coworker of mine, and as he was he's he's catching he's starting to watch Watchmen, and he's like and he immediately started going like wait so what happened here like what's going on here who is this person and like wait so they're they're assuming that like uh Lori like Lori Blake is is who's 
whose daughter? And like, I was like, dude, just read the comic book and you'll, you'll get all of it. Like, you'll just like, it, it's all going to make sense to you. And it's, it's good. It's great. You should go read it. And he's like, all right. So I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring him the comic book tomorrow. Cause he, he's been, he wants to watch it. But I mean, yeah. I, I do think that it is as of right now. I mean, out of the, what, I think it's like six episodes that are out now. Uh, five, yeah. five episodes. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not, it, it ha, it's about halfway through its season and it's pretty damn good. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really good. Like anybody, like, like the idea of the police masking up and, you know, uh, more and more people and like vigilantes are now joining on, uh, to the, which are, are joining on to the police force so that way they can fight crime legally and stuff. It, it, it has a lot of really good ideas. It oh, really yeah, does. I- yeah, I mean, um, it's the natural progression of what would have happened in this universe. Um, yeah, I was I mean, just—I—I I know Alan Moore is never gonna probably fucking watch it, and nope. he's never—he's never because <laughs> he's already said he—he'll never fucking watch it. <laughs> right? He's, yeah, he's retired from all public life. Who knows? Yeah. And well, not only that, but also he's he's retired from like you know giving a shit about any of his like anything that he didn't work on personally, and stuff like that. And, I mean, he's a real he's he's an asshole. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not the best. Yeah, but I mean, besides that, I mean, I think that Watchmen the TV show is definitely it's definitely a show that you should be watching right now. It's definitely it's it's definitely one of those things. Uh and I mean if you're going to go along those lines, I I really think you should be watching the the, the CW Arrowverse right now too. If you're oh, yeah. if you're a huge fan of comic books, this season of all of the of all of the C, of all the series on the CW are playing out like a comic book. They're playing out like an event comic. And it's awesome. Mhm. Because yeah. huh? No, I mean, uh, the fact that they even finally united every single show in their arsenal is a pretty, pr- a pretty interesting time, I would imagine, what, including, of, including what, Black not, Lightning. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, that's really cool, but I love the idea, because right now what they're doing in the very beginning of the seasons of Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, um, what was it, and all these other ones, is the, it, it's leading to... Um, what was it? It's leading to the crisis. Mm-hmm. Like all of Arrow's final season is all we're dealing with a crisis. We have to figure out how to stop this, and we, we we're running out of time. We we only have a couple of weeks left until this crisis is supposed to be here. Flash is doing exactly the same thing. We only have so long until this crisis hits. How are we going to be prepared when the crisis does come? And like they're trying to find heroes and they're trying to do everything like that before the crisis hits. And it's really interesting because it plays out like like uh, side issues of an event. It's playing out like not uh, not necessarily the, the main issues of it, but very much the the back pages or anything else. So that way you can get more and more of the story. Mm-hmm. And that that to me seemed is like so cool. It's it's really awesome on how exactly they're connecting everything and making everything feel like you're watching a comic book. Who have uh, who have they uh, recruited so far in their like uh, um, thing? Because the original Crisis it has like the most random roster at the very beginning. It's like Earth Two Superman. You have Sergeant uh, Rock. Yeah, you have like three. I think you have like three or four different super, like supermen that are going to okay. be in this one. So you need a lot of those. Yeah, uh, which one? They're going to have uh, a Batman. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which are, Batman's going to be there. It's going to be uh, Kevin Conroy is going to be there. Batman. Um, what was it? You're also going to have Huntress, who's going to be coming from. Um, oh, she'll fight. She'll finally come back. Yeah, Huntress is coming back from the old uh, Birds of Prey TV show. Oh, I she, thought you meant the the Arrow Huntress. Sorry. No, 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 no. They actually got the the old uh, the old Huntress that was the daughter of Batman and uh, Catwoman in the old Birds of Prey TV show in the ni- in the early two thousands. If, if uh, people don't remember that, it's because it lasted Last, only a season. Yeah, it's like it's like twelve episodes. If you don't remember it, it's not a big deal. But it's awesome that it's coming back because when I was a kid, it was an awesome show. <laughs> yeah, I never watched it. I mean, it's on the Universe app, but yeah. It's cool. Uh, what I was, was going to say, oh, I was just going to say the Arrow Huntress, she just went back to her home planet and no one ever heard from her again. Well, I I mean, I guess I don't I, I don't know. I think I mean, that's that that's that's I don't know that I think that Arrow <laughs> realizes the things that it did right. And it realizes yeah. the things it did wrong. And okay. it and it realizes that, like, yeah, Huntress is kind of a weird it, like we didn't do Huntress a justice. Because she's a really cool character and stuff like that. And, you know, the actress they got for her in the very beginning. I mean, it was very early CW. You know, it's very early CW TV show of, like, we care more about the fact that they look good than, you know, their acting. And, like, if they understand the material, that's – I mean, it's it's this first season of a, of a CW show. I It's okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and everything else, but I mean, so far their roster is pretty awesome. You got Brandon Routh coming up, uh, coming back as Superman. You have uh, Tom Welling coming back as Superman. Uh, you have uh, who else? Huntress, uh, which is going to connect in the Batman '89, uh, what was it, universe, which is going to be awesome. Uh, what was it? You have Kevin Conroy playing the Kingdom Come Batman because he's going to have like the metal harness. That goes around him, so that way he can move, because he's so nice. old. Yeah. So, uh, what was it? You have that. I mean, you have Batwoman. You also have... I mean, you you have a, a plethora of heroes. And that's awesome. And then, yeah. Ray, Pal- and then Ray Palmer's leaving, so... Uh, who is the replacement for Ray Palmer in the comics? I can't remember his name right now. Ryan... Ryan Choi? Yeah, Ryan Choi is, is going to be joining the Legends. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Choi is going to be introduced inside of Crisis, and yeah, man, like it's gonna, it's 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 going to be awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean the uh, you know this reminds me of just having all your like action figures, just throw them out on the on the floor, and you're just like picking up whatever. So like whatever like catches your eye, and put them all together in some some interesting adventure. So yeah. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it, you know. Yeah, it's it's super cool. It's I I mean, if you if you're a fan of comic books, go check out the this season of the Arrowverse. I mean, it's if anything, just try and get it get it down so that way you can watch Crisis this year. Crisis is going to be awesome. It's going to have every hero that they've put inside of these inside these TV shows, and hopefully they can put them all together for one giant splash page of a scene. Just very Avengers, you know, in uh, which uh, Avengers and game-esque and i want I, I do want to see all of them just kind of splash paced across dealing with the monitor the anti-monitor and i think that would be really cool yeah yeah i know um i'm uh, i'm all for that so let's let's uh let's see what happens yeah so i guess just going because this is just our pool list just going to um what what um 
what we're watching um, currently, um, well, you're watching Titan season two, and it seems like the hype for the show has certainly been growing. It had a very, very rough start, very memeable start. Yes. I would say Fuck Batman became the meme to end all memes at Comic-Con last year. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I, I feel like when... When Titans first came out, I do feel like the show didn't know what it was. It didn't. Okay. It, it didn't. It didn't understand the life that it could have, and it didn't know what type of show it could be. And hmm. and it's it, it turns out very weird because you have this instance of Robin trying to come to terms with himself. Okay. You know, uh, Robin. You know, very much trying to. Uh, he blames Bruce for, you know, all the evil and the anger that's inside of him, and he bl- and he's he's very angry, but you don't really know why. You don't know why, you know, he 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 does the things he does, and then you have this weird thing with, you know, with Raven, where you know everybody's trying to protect her and stuff like that, and it, it just kind of ends really suddenly and abruptly. You know, the 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 show the show very much ends on a mid season finale. Mm. Which is I mean not a mid season finale, uh like the episode prior to a a, ser- a season finale. It, you and you could feel it. Because there's a bunch of setup to this episode. There is like uh what was it? Like Robin goes evil and then like he, he becomes an agent of, of uh what was it of Trigon and then they end up getting everybody else and they're uh possessed by Trigon and then it's like now what are we gonna do? And then the season ends. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Like why why did that happen? And when you got back the second season, they started off with Trigon and they beat Trigon in an episode. <laughs> and then like are like, yeah, now we're gonna live in San Francisco and we're gonna be the Titans. But they never mentioned the but see at no point in the previous season did they ever mention there was a Titans. They never mentioned the fact that yes, we you know we had a group before. They they only said like yeah, we used to, all of us used to kind of do crime uh, fight crime together. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. In this season, they very much have confirmed. Yes, there used to be a Titans. We disbanded because of Deathstroke. Like Deathstroke very much broke us up. Mm. And it was the death of Jericho that really um, that really did it up. for us, huh? That messed us all up. Yeah, that messed us all up. You know, and um, and now you have uh, what was it? Uh, Deathstroke's daughter. And uh, you have like these new titans that they're trying to chain with, train with Jason and uh, Raven, Beast Boy, Hawk, Dove, and Wonder Girl, and Starfire. And you're trying to kind of figure out, okay, so where where do these characters fit? And and, and instead of being a Titan show, it very much is a Dick Grayson show, but it it it's still good because it's all the, the last couple episodes that I've seen are all about Dick Grayson becoming Nightwing, becoming. Mm-hmm solidified as a leader and you know believing in his abilities to lead right because um with this falling out with bruce and he doesn't quite believe in himself would you say that but also what they what they mention is that it's not just his falling out with bruce he has a falling out with bruce because he gets jericho killed right right so he he basically does what bruce would have done he used jericho 
he befriended mm-hmm. him, he used him so that way he can get information on Deathstroke, and then, you know, things happen. And then Jericho ends up getting killed. And he very much blames himself on that. You know, he, he blames himself because he, he feels that he did use Jericho, and if it wasn't for him, he'd be alive. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a hard thing for him to deal with, um, but it is really interesting to kind of go, oh yeah, he he did make mistakes. He did do some. He did all, do all these things, but he is now using that to empower himself, and he is now going to become Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, that's his his main arc too, and especially in the comics, breaking free of uh, Robin and any previous mistakes. Um, yeah. Did you find uh, – I've heard Superboy is interesting where – was it they're telling them now they're they're kind of doing a Man of Steel thing where they're kind of telling them to hide? Um, yeah, I mean there, there's that. Well, it's it's mainly because LexCorp is, uh, is searching for him. They're hunting him down because they very much have said, yeah, LexCorp uh, – because he, he, he was being created by Cadmus – Kind of. It was more he was being created by LexCorp instead of being created by Cadmus. And stuff like that. And that's, I mean, that's really good and it's really interesting. Um, He also gets, like, these flashes of memories. Um, He gets flashes of, like, uh, Clark's childhood. He also gets flashes of uh, Lex Luthor's childhood. And, you know, he's very much dealing with who am I? Am I am I Lex Luthor? Am I Superman or am I something else? Am I someone else? And if I am somebody else, who am I? You know, am I a hero? Am I just should I just hide or should I, you know, be a hero? Should I do what I think is right? And yeah, it's a, I mean, that's a really interesting struggle. I mean, I would say, does it do it better than uh, Man of Steel, which is... Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely it does. I want, you, I want you to expand on that. Expand on that. Um, because the, it's not necessarily the idea of their... Because in Man of Steel, there's very much this idea of there is a shadow government out there that's that if Clark Kent happens to accidentally let people know who he is, they will come and take him away in the night. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this shadow government thing that you never really see in Man of Steel, like it's it's this like kind of conspiracy theory that that you know that Pop Kent has, you know, like the world's not ready for you right now. You need to wait until you know you're until you're ready and until the world is ready, type thing. But also, if you expose yourself, you know, you could get taken away. People might start asking questions. Yada yada yada. Right. In this one, very much so, they 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 show that the shadow government very much exists, and they're <laughs> and they are actively hunting down Superboy. <laughs> Wrapping up your your kind of like season review of Titans, are you looking forward to um, what it will bring? Because I, I think it's interesting that like they have uh, the actor who's Jorah, who na- whose name escapes me as Batman. Yeah. yeah. And. He seems good, but he's so old, and it seems like uh, it's really going off of, I don't know, kind of ideas we've seen in Young Justice, where it's like, what happens when, like, the original heroes of the DC universe just get old? Like, Batman isn't that young, and I'm yeah, sure I, Superman, the same as well. Well, uh, the actor's name is Ian Glenn, yeah. and um, the, the, the um, but the thing is that I... I, I like it though. I like the idea of this is a 
older Bruce because, okay. but the thing is that also he isn't Bruce Wayne really isn't in the, isn't in the show. If that makes sense. Okay. But he is in the show. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, his, a lot of what, what you see of Bruce is not the actual Bruce Wayne. It's more of, um, it's more of like, uh, Dick Grayson's conscience mm-hmm. or like what he thinks Bruce would tell him. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so he's, so he's a little wittier. He's a little funnier. He, he's, he's a lot like sharper. So he, he, you know, he says things that like, uh, that are like a lot meaner and stuff like that. But the thing is that only Dick can hear him. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's kind of like, so it's really interesting because when he actually does show up in the show later, later on, you know, he, he's very like mentor and he's very like, he's very wise and stuff like that. And it, I, I like it. I like him a lot as, as like an older Batman. He, he, uh, which uh, he, he does have a fight with Dick Grayson and he uses batterings, which is pretty funny mm-hmm. um, and everything else. But I mean, like he, he's, he fights a lot more like a brute than uh, okay. like a martial artist okay. and stuff like that. He, you know, he, he fights very much uh, like um, uh, what was it? Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, where he's he's more of a brute. He's more of a uh, like a like a street brawler. Mm. Like he can take a lot of pain, but he can also dish out a lot of pain too, mm. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I I like him a lot. I think that it was a it's good casting. I think it's I think it's more weird just because he's so known for Game of Thrones that you know when when you hear him without an accent, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, when you, yeah. When you hear could, him with an American mm-hmm. accent, so it's a little weird. Yeah, it's yeah, it just seems off. Uh, I was just gonna say the uh, the only other thing for for that was um, he does do the bat the bat dance, right? <laughs> he does he does do the bat dance that was fucking hilarious <laughs> that was the that was the most clever easter egg i've seen in a while yeah uh what was it they the and they and they did the bat dance so effortlessly because he is a an illusion of dicks where no one really the only person that's seeing it is dick grayson Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's doing the bat dance. He's you know he he is having so much fucking fun like that. And I think that's the greatest thing. I don't I don't know if anybody who's played Batman has had this much fun since Adam West, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I but I do know that that Glenn is Glenn is having okay. so much fun. Like he he looks like he's having fun. He looks like he's enjoying being Batman and stuff like that. Like it's not it's not a paycheck. It's it's like this is this is a lot of fun. This is a good this is a good time. Yeah, I mean. I would I want to disagree with you. Yeah, he seems to be having the time as the time of his life. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's good. I I definitely recommend Titans season two. Uh, go check it out. I mean, hell, uh, I I recommend anything on the on the the DC universe. I mean, all their shows are so far uh, are doing pretty well. I mean, hell, th- this is a, from Titan season two, one to Titan season two. It's a total one eighty from a show in which I wasn't too sure I was. I liked, mm-hmm. and I was probably going to drop to a show where I'm going, okay, I can't wait for season three. Like, yeah. season three is going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, season three, let's let's see what happens, right? Yeah, and uh, if you, and also if you happen to get a chance, uh, go, go watch uh, Doom Patrol, because all of that season is out, 
and Doom Patrol was definitely the show they should have started with. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was loving everything I saw with Doom Patrol. Yeah, like Doom Patrol is very much the show that they should have aired first on uh, DC Universe, but unfortunately Doom Patrol isn't as well known as like the Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, so uh, I I understand it, but I think that Doom Patrol, like Doom Patrol, is almost like a perfect. It almost had a perfect season. Like every episode, I enjoyed it. Uh, I loved the cast. I loved like the entire like weird how weird the episodes got. Just because it's like, why not? It's Doom Patrol. Who gives mm-hmm. a shit? The Doom Patrol was weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's who's having these uh, expectations for Doom Patrol with? You know, with everything else um, on that out right now, I mean, yeah. they're such niche char- niche characters. Yeah, I mean, the the Doom Patrol is so niche and they're so they're so interesting that you're like, okay, I like it. Like, I like this a lot. It's really interesting. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I I really did. I I see. My thing is that I would have really liked to have seen how. Uh, Garfield kind of gets there because I know Garfield Logan ends up getting with the Doom Patrol and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I thought the idea of Titans, you know, in Titans, they I mean, not in Titans, in uh, Young Justice, they actually made a nice connection on how Garfield Logan ends up with the Doom Patrol mm-hmm. is actually quite interesting um, because they make it that uh, Rita was friends with his mom. Yeah, yeah. And his, and his mom... And his mom was an actress, and she was his godmother. So when his mm-hmm. mom dies in Bialya, she goes. To, he goes to go live with her, and then she dies on a mission with the Doom Patrol. Yeah, that's sad. She, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, like everybody Garfield just goes with dies, and it's so mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I do. I do want to see more out of Garfield. Uh, I, I feel like Beast Boy hasn't had enough to do. But also, I feel like Beast Boy is also a super hard character to do in, like, live action mm-hmm. just because he's all CGI. He's, 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 he's just a CGI character. It's super hard. It's super difficult. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd agree with you there. Um, so just last topic, we're now entering the soapbox. So you could, you know, you could you could uh, you could stand on there, say whatever opinion you want. Um and the topic of today is the Joker, the movie that came out um, last last month. It's the first uh, R-rated film to ever hit a billion dollars, um, and it kind of lit up a lot of discussion. It had a lot of, uh, you know, unfortunately negative, uh, a lot of negative uh, um, speculation around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thankfully, nothing happened. Um, but you know, it also. Um, it also um, gave us a opening for more mature, and when I mean mature, like R-rated films uh, from DC and potentially a Joker too. What, what was it? But firstly, Nick, what was your opinion of the Joker? Because I don't think we we talked about this. I, I didn't even t- ask you about it. Um, you know what? I I actually really really liked it. I okay. really liked I, I really liked the Joker. Um, I felt like it had a lot of really cool deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the movie itself, uh, actually, I sp- I spent the time to go watch uh, Kings of Comedy and Taxi Driver the day before I went to go watch it. <laughs> you you could have just watched that too, and you would have yeah. been fine. Uh, you would have been fine. 
Yeah, I, 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 I ended up watching them just because I, I was like, oh, well, I hear they're like, oh, they're um, Joker's an homage of these two films, mm-hmm. and they're they're almost like you know, just like complete like if somebody got the movies and just mashed them together, and then altered a couple things and then put it in the DC universe, and they were like, all right, cool, we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. Yeah, it, there. I mean. There's homages, and then there's like, oh man, this 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 is just kind of like Kings of Comedy. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it, there is still a lot of differences between it and Kings of Comedy and Taxi Driver. It does have a lot of those. Um, I did think that there it was interesting because there, it, like, it did have those scenes, you know, with uh, what was it with like him fucking around with his uh, with the gun, just like in Taxi Driver where he's fucking around with the guns, or uh, where he's yelling at his mom because. You know, he's trying to record something in Kings of Comedy. He's trying to record his, like, stand-up and stuff like that. And he doesn't uh, – his mom keeps interrupting the record. And I, I – but the thing is that I really did like the idea of the Joker and his mother weren't accurate narrators. Yeah, they were they, always lying. Um, they had a lot of false uh, – kind of like a false narratives of their yeah and i and i liked that i kind of liked that from a joker movie you know because most times whenever you get like a narration for the most part you believe what the narrator is telling you you know the narrator Mm. is saying that you know he ended up getting with he ended up getting with the girl from down the hall you know they ended up having a relationship and they were showing it for most of the for like a good majority of the movie and stuff like that but i mean it, it is really interesting of just kind of going like are they good narrators or and then it does give you those little tiny hints of maybe they are good narrators you know like um what was it when uh walking phoenix is going through his mom's stuff after she dies and ends up finding a photo saying uh i love your smile uh thomas wayne it says mm-hmm. T.W. And, like, and he kind of looks at it, and then, like, it's kind of like a quick glance. But it's also one of those things of, like, well, maybe she wasn't lying. Like, everybody's yeah. saying that she's batshit crazy. But what about if she isn't lying? And There's some, some truth to her lie. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe you know, her lie does have a little bit of truth. Or even maybe Bruce – I mean, maybe Thomas Wayne was hitting on her or maybe, like, kind of giving her that – the idea of it and maybe she had an entire relationship in his in her mind like uh what was it like walking like joker did you know yeah, like Arthur yeah. and it, it's so interesting of kind of going like shit it who who's telling the truth here who what, whose story is the right one whose story is the wrong one yeah um I, i'll just interject um i wasn't the biggest fan of joker to okay. be honest with you um i i just didn't I, I felt that I was I wasn't um, I just wasn't rewarded as a viewer. Where it seems like this movie's building towards this big climax, and the release is just he kills De Niro on air, and then the city riots. And oh, uh, spoilers! Uh, the origin of Batman. I just I felt very underwhelmed, and it, at times it was just very on the nose with its homages to uh, Taxi Driver, and it felt just a little tryhardy, but. I loved Joaquin. I liked, I mean, not to poo-poo on it too much, but I loved how Gotham was just New York in the 80s. And uh, the fact that they made Thomas Wayne pretty much Donald Trump was, yeah, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, pretty interesting. 
I mean, the only the only thing that I think Thomas Wayne didn't say was fake news as he yeah. as, as he barged out of the bathroom. He but I mean, clowns. yeah, he called him he called him a clown and everything like that. But I mean, no, I think the only thing he was missing was that. But I mean, in general, the, but the main reason why I liked it was, you know, I, I know some people didn't like it because they were like, I don't like the idea that the Joker was given a a backstory or right. and I, mean, I, I don't I, I don't mind that. I really don't. Because, for all you know, the entire movie takes place with him in an insane asylum. Yeah, I mean it could. Uh, uh, everything, everything that happens, it could just be in his own head. Yeah. You know? Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind Joker having an origin. I, you know, I'm partial to the Killing Joke. It, it was. I mean, that was fine. Like the origin of the Joker. Like I am not opposed to that as so, a Batman fan. To be totally honest, I would be okay with if in Joker Two, it is a different origin. Yeah, and it's and it's it's, it's 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 another or it's another. It still has Joaquin Phoenix and it has like a totally different vibe to it, and it's something totally different where like he has a wife and like she's like getting involved with the mob and some shit like that. And I know it would confuse the fuck out of everybody. Right. Of just like, uh, well, no, no, on? no, Nick. Nick, it would confuse all the Joker origins because every single article I read about the Joker was: Did he kill Zazie Beats? Did he? Did he do this? Was it? Was it all in his head? Why did he dance? It's like, did anyone like watch the movie who like loves this movie so much? Did they like actually pay attention, or are they just saying they love it? Because like, it's obvious he didn't kill her, you know. No, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't kill her. He's dancing because he's finally free. He's finally. Yeah. He's finally able to, you know, be honest with himself and with everybody else on, you know, what he thinks is comedy and what he thinks is is so interesting. Yeah. But I, I think the most amazing thing that from the movie is Joaquin Phoenix, though. I think Joaquin Phoenix really did kill it as this character, you know, for for somebody. I mean, for the the last Joker to be so shitty. And, uh, oh yeah, Lido. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jared, and. Because well, Jared Leto, I feel like, had an idea of what it meant to be the Joker, but he didn't know how to play the Joker. Right, yeah, if that, he's if, all over the place. He's, he's all over the place. He doesn't know if, whether or not he's insane. He doesn't know if he's, a go- if he's a gangster. He doesn't know what exactly it means to be the Joker. And, you know, he has, like, these weird quirks where he's, like... I mean, I get, like, the whole, like, oh, it's dark and edgy and we're going to make him tattooed and we're going to, you know, give him, like, fucking filled-in teeth because Batman's beat the shit out of him so much that he's lost all of his teeth mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, I, I – you don't need that. You don't need all of it. Right. Well, I just – yeah, his Joker was um, – his Joker was very – it was just different than any other incarnation. Um, yeah. You know, even – I mean, my my – my preferred Joker is still Heath Ledger, but yeah, it felt different enough where these feel like different performances. I mean, I I would definitely if I were to if I were to have to like put them in a list, it would probably be Heath, um, Hamill, pro, which are most likely Joaquin Nicholson, and then all the way at the bottom. Yeah, uh, no, there's like ten pounds of like of like shit, and then there's Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> Yeah, there's ten pounds of shit than Jared Leto. Yeah, I I mean I, I I don't like it. I mean the only good thing that came out of Suicide Squad and Jared Leto's Joker probably is Harley Quinn. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I'm, and yeah. I'm excited to see the Birds of Prey movie. That's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, and I uh, and everything else, but I do... I, I like that idea. And a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, well, he's the Joker, and, like, how exactly... Because I know some people had a, had a problem with it with the timeline. Like, their, their timeline was a little off because he would be in, like, probably, like, his 30s, maybe 40s. Uh, yeah, but it's it's probably, like, the dude that inspired the real Joker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and, and I like that. I'm okay with that idea of, like, there was this guy that inspired Bruce Wayne's Joker. He inspired... Right. And it, yeah, that's... I mean, that's not the problem with the movie, I, I felt. I felt... I mean, just the... Like, I mean, that this was the proto-Joker... Um, just the the way that they included the Wayne murder was just so tacked on. Like we didn't need to see that again. Well, I think that was a. I'm pretty sure that was a reshoot, though. From it, what I it heard, feels that was... like a reshoot. Like I, you know, I, I don't. I wasn't there on set, but it really feels like that. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do feel like it was a reshoot, though, because I, I remember I remember hearing something about like, oh, yeah, like that's that, that is a reshoot. And right. it was and it was added on, on the, at the end. But I mean. I'm okay. I, I I wasn't. I I didn't feel too bad about the about the Wayne murders and everything like that. It, it does feel kind of tacked on at the end. Uh, the Wayne murders are, are weren't the deal breaker for me. If anything, actually in the movie theater, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna kill the Waynes. Yeah. Like during this, and I was like, all right, cool, let's kill the Waynes. Come on, let's do it. Right. I just. I, I think just my. You know, just wrapping up here. Um, since we're short on time, yeah. I just I I didn't like how the uh, sympathy lied a little too much with Joker. I'm like, this guy's kind of fucking creepy. He stalks women, follows them to their work. Um, you know, he just kind of creeps me out. Like, I I don't feel bad for him. Like, no, I but mean, I I, I from from the way that I took it is that you're you're taking the sympathy from for the Joker because the Joker is the one that's narrating this to you. He, you're seeing it through his eyes. You're right. So you're, so you're trying to see his empathy towards it, and that's where you're getting the empathy from it. Whereas when you see it from you know an outside perspective, somebody who's not involved in the situation, or somebody or like an onlooker, it's fucking weird. It's like a weird fucking relationship he has with his mom. It's a weird relationship. Yeah. It's a weird relationship he has with fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just him with weird relationships or non-existent relationships. Right. And and it's 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 interesting just to watch. It's it's like a it's like a fucking like science experiment where you're watching like a subject. Well, just like I mean some some experiments fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but I I mean if they're going to give it a, a a sequel and everything like that, I mean I yeah. I'm okay with that. I I okay. really am. I wouldn't mind seeing like a full movie of just him becoming like this iconic villain. Right. And stuff like that. Or, I mean, even if I, shit, man, even if like you, I wouldn't mind if you had like a cop drama where. Yeah. I mean, just, just something different. Um, just going on that note, just one last thing. Cause we're, um, would you want to see any other, uh, DC villains or heroes in this mature in a Joker esque movie? I want to see calendar man. (laughs) <laughs> in a seven s oh which in a in a seven like esque movie, okay. Let's let's do the fucking long Halloween, and mm-hmm. let's because because Calendar Man does not get enough credit, and he's such a cool villain. 
And he's so weird. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, he's regenerative now in the current continuity where he uh, ages and then, like, gets reborn every 12 months or something like that. Yeah, and it's it's so interesting. Or even Mr. Pig. Mr. Is it? Yeah, Mr. Pig's. Or Pig? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's like P I I think it's like P I I G or something like uh-huh. that or P G P I G E. Yeah, I had one for you. Um, I don't know, it's kind of boring, but Lex Luthor, played by Brian Cranston, and it's based off of the Brian Azzarello graphic novel Luthor. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, I I think that'd be awesome. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. I I like the idea of that. I also wouldn't mind. If you were going to do one and you were just like, let's just waste fucking money. Let's just do it. Let's just waste some fucking money. Condiment Kings. <laughs> Condiment Kings, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I want to see his evolution to be cut, to putting the suit on. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I, I want Condiment King so goddamn badly in a movie because he's Not so, he's so underrated and he'll never show up. And I know this, but the day he does as like an, as a minor villain in a movie is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Or right. yeah, we'll see what happens, but, but Nick, that's, that's, uh, that's it for this episode. Um, Absolutely. yeah, this was, this was great. Um, you know, every, you know, just, uh, talking comics, man. Um, but where can people find you at? You can find me at the, uh, Nick Valero on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me at Nick Valero on Facebook as well. Thank you. Um, you could find me on Twitter, Instagram, G9892. You could follow the Waffle Press at the Waffle Press, and please um, like, subscribe on this video. Um, we're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow the links below. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>